0: let's face it the virus has changed us we all want to get back to life back to normal a not so long ago time when we could enjoy each other's company we could hug hold hands sing and just be together that's why we made the phaser mrna genetic based therapy and subsequent boosters it doesn't stop you from spreading the virus nor does it prevent you from contracting the virus about yourself and it lifts you into a higher social class even if it's only a state of mind the rare but possible side effects from taking the phaser mrna genetic based therapy during this clinical trial include but are not limited to rapid heartbeat difficulty breathing wheezing respiratory distress swelling of the throat dizziness Generalized rash, hives, damage to nerve cells, muscle weakness, paralysis, clinical depression, infertility, miscarriage, anaphylaxis, thrombosis, myocarditis, pericarditis, blood clots, and in very rare cases, death. But hey, you'll get to carry around a cool vaccination card that can get you into businesses where you can wear your mask and social distance with other possible virus carriers and spreaders. Here's to living. Here's to phaser mRNA genetic-based therapy.
1: Welcome to The Last American Vagabond. Thank you so much for joining us today. Of course, that opening clip, as you know, is meant to be a joke, spelled with an F for those in the podcast, but not so much a joke when it reveals the reality of what's happening to people. But I will take issue with the very rare death comment at the end. I think the evidence is pretty obvious that's not the reality, long vaccine haul or whatever you want to call it today. It continues down the line. But joining me today to talk about not just the COVID-19 aspect, but the, the, the larger picture of what we're dealing with today. And you know, I believe, and I think it's pretty obvious that COVID-19 is a huge central part of this larger agenda, but we're talking about not just COVID-19 and not even just Ukraine, not even just the Great Reset, but this larger agenda that's been waged against you as an American and a citizen of planet for a long time now, and how much that affects your daily life, what you think, what you feel. And this is about the idea of finding a way to fortify yourself against these things, and not just in a physical way but a spiritual way, in a mental way, and being able to guard yourself against what is being built against you right now. And as well as just talking about whatever else we can get into today and joining me on this conversation is somebody I'm really excited to talk with on this specifically, and that is Sam Tripoli. Thank you for joining me today.
2: Ryan, good to see you. You look stunning, bro. Stunning. (laughs) Good looking, truth. Seeker brother. Most of us look like mutants. You're stunningly good looking. I don't know why you're thinking. It.
1: <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, it's good to have you on the show, man. We had a great talk when I came on your show uh, mm-hmm. not too long ago. And I've really been looking forward to having you on to talk about some of the stuff that you really dive into that I don't really cover that much on the show. You know, we're really I mean, as people know that watch my channel and, and the website, we if you especially going back into the archives from like five, ten years ago. We get into a lot of really fringe and different topics, but today it's become really focused, at least my show, on kind of like the day-to-day stuff and how they're trying to deceive you. So I think it's really important for us to stand back every now and again, you know, and really look at the larger picture, but more so in this case today, talk about it from your perspective, you know, what people should be doing to shield against this stuff. And again, not just physically, but spiritually, because we don't talk about this. I mean, it's it's such an important and equally valuable part of our equally important part about what we can do to fight back. So, you know, what what are you seeing right now is the is the the biggest kind of central manipulation taking place, which is a really hard thing to answer, I guess. But <laughs> literally everything in front of us being a manipulation. But you know, I think there's
2: a lot to unpack there, and I really right. appreciate the question, and I'm really excited about the topic because when I was walking my dog earlier, I'm, I was wondering what we we're going to talk about and whether we would get into this aspect. Of like this war that's going on, because I think you said I think a very important word you put out is deceit. Hmm. And I think that's that's very important when you start to understand what the game is getting the game that's getting played. And you know, real quick before I get into that, I always say that Tim Fall hat is the shallow end of the pool, the the training wheels that will get people into your show that does deeper dives, more data. And I don't want to say black pill because I, I don't put that. That that would be a term whether you want to say that or not. But you get you get more into the uh r- the deep darker depths of the conspiracy world than maybe I would like to go. Just because I want people to be able to like have a starter kit. Yeah, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. I really. Important everything you do you're a great researcher and you you know you're really knocking out part. you whitney webb are some of the best out there and uh you should be applauded for what you're doing because it's not an easy thing to do because you're trying to save people that can actually get mad at you right that first yes. try to save them. it's the weirdest thing ever
1: it is so,
2: so basically what happened was i had this show uh tim Fall hat right and uh this pandemic happens and all my ability to make money has kind of been taken away and i just had twin girls i had family i had to take care of them two baby one baby super expensive two you know you 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 really gotta have your ducks in line at that Mm -hmm. point so i got approached by this this platform called rockfin about doing a show and I was like, you know, I'm kind of tapped out on shows, but I've always wanted to do a spiritual show because I would do, start doing spiritual stuff on Tim Fall Hat, And at the time, the numbers would be horrible. Like, if mm-hmm. I would put out all these great episodes about, the, you know, the CIA, MKUltra, the lizard people, and they would do great numbers. Then I'd be like, you know, here's Buddhism. And then they would just drop, and people would be like, oh, we don't want to hear anything about that woo-woo stuff. Well, today... It, those those episodes do wonderful. They do mm-hmm. wonderful because I, people have kind of followed me on this journey into this kind of what I say is like, you know, conspiracy always leads to spirituality. And mm-hmm. so I always say Tim Fall hat is for to find out what's going on. And Zero, my spiritual podcast, is to find out how to deal with it. And I don't think I would be doing very well in my life if I hadn't done Zero to have a real understanding. So to answer your question, long story short – uh, or a short story long uh, is that without spirituality I think you can get lost in this world and once you because you start asking yourself what are what else are they lying to me about if you start at this the most simple one JFK right you start going mm-hmm. there you just keep going deeper you go what else are they lying to me and you really get into hidden history which leads to spirituality and once you start studying spirituality for me you start to learn, that you know we live in a haunted house ran by sorcerers okay and they're pulling spells on us all the time and if you understand the spells you can combat the spells by manipulating energy and it sounds crazy but as i applied all these things i've learned from so many guests into my real life mm-hmm. every day like before i was on with you i'm doing gratitude lists i'm doing goals and i'm doing prayers life is so much easier to deal with you know and I'm living in la uh with with in a comedy scene that I think is losing itself right now there's a lot of like podcast wars and like people clipping people and I see a craziness in people's eyes and, yeah. and the blessings are that I, I'm not into that and, and it's because of the spiritual journey I am so the answer what yeah. you have to get spiritual to deal with the craziness
1: I agree, I mean, I would say right there, just surface level perspective, what you laid out there is that that it's kind of elevated you above that, you know that you don 't get pulled into that surface level argument and all that but let's let 's unpack this because the the first the comments there because as you know, more than anybody, that these comments are are very valid and it's just about how they're perceived, like what's the word sorcery, let's say. Let's unpack what you mean by that because a lot of wow. people are just quick to be like, well, that's dumb, that's ridiculous. But I make the argument, and I think we even talked about this, that it's just about how those things are perceived in, in the first step. Right. And whether they mean what you may think they mean from different contexts. But then on top of that, at the end of the day, real or not, or however you want to perceive it, if they believe these things are real, that's yeah. all that really matters and how they act on them. Right. So mm-hmm. unpack that for me, what you mean by sorcery. And, you know, so we just actually went over a video yesterday the ghost in the machine, the cy War that they put out, that the government put out talking about things very reminiscent of exactly what you're talking about. So go ahead and explain that for me.
2: Well, as I go deeper and deeper and deeper into the, the murky waters as conspiracy, you start seeing like that these people tend to use the same symbols, the same, I don't know, uh, words over and over again. And it's just like, so, so what got me here is, here's what I'm going to tell you what got me here. So I had a guy on named Matt LaCroix, right? Matt LaCroix has done some wonderful research into hidden history. Uh, he's very much into Anunnaki, right? And mm-hmm. just ley lines and how all this architecture of pyramids are like exactly similar all over the world. And if we're led to believe that these two cultures and societies never met each other, how are they exactly the same? And he would talk about all this different kind of energy. And then I had someone on named Von Galt, right? And she's a Buddhist and she's a wonderful author. And she's like, really helped me in my spiritual journey. And she was saying the exact same things, but from a spiritual point of view. And I started like connecting kind of these dots. Here's the theme from a science point of view and a spiritual point of view. And they're saying the exact same things. That's and- happening a lot today.
1: Yes, 100%, man, 100%. Quantum mechanics and like the kind of overlap of, you know, I've heard that a lot from a scientist perspective that they're getting so advanced in that scientific field that they're almost coming to the conclusion that through science, they can prove God exists, which is kind of counterintuitive to a lot of people, but it's very interesting. Well, it's very interesting because, you know, again,
2: I live in Los Angeles, which is Hollywood is what people have a problem with and Mm -hmm. what they do in Hollywood and this lack of God that's out here, which is, You know, I've always been a spiritual guy, but not like I am now, but I've always been open-minded to. I've never been like, oh, there is no God. There's a lot of people out here that don't want to believe in God, and we can get into all that. But they have faith, and their faith is in science. That's where their faith lands. And they do the exact same thing that they ridicule the the right for doing. That's an interesting observation. They things without actually doing any of the proof, okay? They've never ran any of these these, uh, tests. These experiments that they cite, they take faith in the fact that the people, scientists, who they're treating like, you know, back in the day, priests and, and all these uh, holy clergy that said they spoke on You know, behalf of God, and we're the word of God, they take faith in these scientists that they're telling the truth. And, you know, guys like you who are working really hard on getting out all the data, well, that would tell you that that's not true. But they have faith in that and they want to believe in that stuff. So it's like super interesting. So there is a lot of science that is starting to get into the, you know, what is God? What is spirituality? And if you study like the Hermetic principles, you'll start going, wow. I, where have I heard all this before? Mm-hmm. Oh, these are like the exact almost points of the laws of physics. And what they do with, with everything that they do is they they take it and they, they, they molest it and they modify mm-hmm. it. And so it, it's not exactly what's meant to be. So I've always said the laws of physics were created to box us in to a certain view of the world that doesn't allow you to believe in all the magic that
1: is where we live. That's a really interesting comment, especially for exactly where we're talking about, right, that you can get into these fields, these advanced scientific fields where they're making the same argument from a scientific level, though, like the argument that from a, you know, from a, I mean, maybe I'll use the wrong term, but just from a a scientific level, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to Put your hand through a wall with, you know, with the idea is because you believe that you can't. To this, it gets really abstract for a lot of people. But I'm not saying this from a like this is a scientific, like quantum mechanics kind of idea, right? That the technically your particles and your, your you know, molecules are passing in and out of each other just by standing next to each other, right? Yeah. And the idea is that whether that's the reality or not, I'm not saying I know, but that's an interesting question that you know that we are boxed in by what we believe is our limit, our our limitations, and are they really? It's a good question.
2: So you, you know, again, I, you know, I've retweeted almost every time you tweet, if I catch it, I, I retweet it because I love all your, you, what, what you're doing. And, you know, you're questioning of the narrative of COVID and what it exists. And, you know, over time, like I, as somebody, like I, I, you know, I have people in my life that love me and I love them. And sometimes... They think I get into the the craziness of everything, right? And, mm-hmm. and what this, and what what the implications of some of the stuff that I have learned, and you know, so then we get into like something. I don't know how much you've said. I'm sure you have, but like terrain theory versus yeah. oh, germ theory, yeah. right? There is so much scientific proof involved in that, but the discussion of it just make freaks people out. You mm-hmm. can't get into it. But the, but train theory itself basically talks about energy and 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 basically magic if you really want to think about it. And I started getting into it, you know, when when it, things started clicking with me. When when I I, I had some people on talking about train theory, and I kept remembering even the pharmaceutical companies talking about um, shedding. How mm-hmm. shedding, like, hey, you know, warnings about shedding, people who might get, uh, you know, the vaccine might shed onto other people and, and the ramifications of what that meant. I, I didn't understand it at first. And then I started and then you started talking terrain theory and you're like, oh, my God, that's that's it right there. Things start to click right there and you, you mm-hmm. get in the mating season and animals women's cycle syncing up they they don't have a conversation hey man are we going to bleed right now and all that stuff that there's no conversation like that it's like that's what nature is mm-hmm. and then you get into that so the notion of having to discuss and here's what the point i'm getting into so if you take a virologist and you have them go to school then the college then the med school and you tell this virologist that that this what i believe is an exosome is a mm-hmm. virus They're always going to believe it. They're looking at a virus, right? So, if you have a baby and you tell a baby that red is blue its whole life, exactly, and as that's the reference point in which they're coming from, every time they see red, they will tell you it's blue Mm because that is what they've been taught. So, this is how we can have doctors saying things that, like, how do you believe that? Because that they were told this thing is a different label. Than yeah. what a lot of people are believing and, and that's will- the magic of everything yeah
1: exactly and see that's the point about the what the words may mean is it's not necessarily i mean it could be something more abstract than we could realize but the fact that they in a way are manipulating the way that you think and feel i mean you go back a thousand years that's magic right you don't understand how it's happening it's just the way you perceive these things but what you spoke there goes even further back to more of a, a social engineering and training of the way they perceive these things and to what you're saying there like you take it a step further you put those two people on the phone Then they're talking about a color and you're both going, yeah, 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 blue. But you don't realize you're pointing at different colors or different things. Broaden that out into just larger discussions. I mean, it's a really obvious way that people can. It just comes down to what I keep talking about in the in the corporate media and politicians that they have been trained like a trained animal to believe that it's intelligence. To trust what you're told by people who you think are your betters. Yeah. It is it's actual research to just read what you're told. It's I mean, I I I point to who is now the actual press secretary, who was previously the assistant one. I forget her name right now, but she when she was stepping in for Pasaki one moment, like a couple months ago, or even longer, was they gave her the question they said how do you know this variant is whatever you're saying it is right how do you i know you're telling us that but how do you know that for sure she goes the cdc told us and he goes yes yes i know that but how do you know for sure because they told us like she didn't even understand what he was asking you don't actually know you're just regurgitating data
2: you know or 100 percent and the big issue we have right now is like you know, cons- I always say conspiracy theorists are just people who keep score, right? They know, so they keep score. So when, when the game gets played again, right, we see the, their playbook. Oh, we got this play. It's like what, you know, again, the sports, it's what they think, you know, the New England Patriots did to the Rams in the Super Bowl is that they knew all their play. So when they call them, they knew that where they were going. So mm-hmm. we see these playbooks in real time. So what what we're starting to see right now is that, And this has always been something that like these lizard people, right? Whoever they, and whether they're reptilian or not, I don't know. And I'm just saying they may have more of a reptilian brain than us, which makes them a little different, right?
1: Feel free to elaborate on that again, because it's more of a nuanced talk. Now, regardless of my stance on that, like the idea that it's misrepresented in a really clumsy way by people who want to make that out to be as ridiculous as they can. Like there's more nuance to that.
2: So so my whole theory, Ryan, is that we live in a haunted house. This is a haunted house. And there are actors in the haunted house that are here to scare us, mm-hmm. right? So when you when you think about like all the presidents but one are related, right, are exactly. they really like elites or are they just a, a family of thespians, right? Are they just a family of thespians who are born into roles, the play roles, Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, uh, you know, how stories that are presented about them, Mark Zuckerberg, end up not even being close. And uh, so it becomes uh, they're, they're actors playing these live action roles.
1: And I would argue uh, often enough today that we aren't even aware that they're doing so right. That these like whether the family because like the, to your point, the family line discussion, the the uh, what is it called? The, the royal blood. I forget the name of that theory. It's not a theory. I mean, this is verifiably proven that these people tie back almost entirely to Charlemagne and a couple of other people historically. So, I mean, a good case in point is during Trump and Hillary. Guess what? The only two people that were actually in that line were the two people that ended up on that final stage. What a shock. Hillary and yeah. Trump, you know, right. The point, though, is that I think that we get to a point today whether, let's say, Trump, for example, or somebody else is like aware that they're in that and need, I don't even know. But what does it even matter? Right. They believe there's something to this. And that's what matters about how they acted out in the world. And to your point, that is a very real discussion. I'm baffled about how that specific conversation about the bloodline never gets talked about. That's incredible to me. It's. It is
2: incredible. And and uh, so it gets into who becomes a conspiracy theorist and who doesn't.
1: Or what gets labeled.
2: Some people conspiracy theorists and why are some, why uh, me and my brother who I love with all my heart, we're going to do some business together. I'm so excited about that. And why, why am I conspiracy theorist? And he believes everything. We're from the same womb where we have the same genetic makeup. Why is that? And that gets down to everything. It's like, do, My- do you and then you I, I've broken it down into some things. There's there's certain things like uh, uh do you want to find out whether you're a part of a system that's causing a lot of pain and suffering out there? Right. Do you have children? And do you yeah. wanna believe that you brought your children into this crazy ass world, which gets into some spiritual stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um uh do you think you have a good bullshit meter that got tricked, right? Mm-hmm. And finally is like they spread us so thin, people don't want to spend any more time into it, and they'd rather just go along with it. And they yeah. become like these goldfish people, which are – I, I totally say goldfish. They're only, they only see what's in front of them. They have no yeah. clue at what's happening behind them or what happened before. Goldfish only see what's in front of them, and that's the way they live their life. So it doesn't matter how many – like I can't tell you how many times I've gotten right. I've gotten in arguments with people – and I've been proven right, and I never hear from anybody. Not that I want them to. I just wish. I feel like nobody. I, I make people a little nervous because I'm. I'm, I, they, I'm perceived as a little crazy person, which I guess I am a little bit. But you well,
1: know, you know the saying, right? right? What's it's being being sane being sane and a crazy or how the you know that it's, it's 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 the sign that you're you know it's it's the reality. Of it's a crazy world, and everything else is crazy. So adapt yourself to that craziness makes you crazy in and of itself. I think the people that are standing out right now is the. Will the, the sane ones, if you want to use those terms, are the people that are aware that like you're saying that we are being manipulated. It doesn't have to be good, bad, left or right, it's just manipulation is taking place. I think it's 100 percent And so get into the
2: sorcery thing. So when I study all this thing, I've had a couple of people on come down and break down, you know, 9-11, right? Mm-hmm. A great example. And they get into the numbers of 9-11 and how there so many of them are connected to Al Sir Crowley's Thelema. And mm-hmm. like 93 uh, I forget the uh, the um, Doomsday plane that's up there. 11, I think that was a number. Uh, you know, so there, you start studying that stuff. You start going, oh, man, this is kind of crazy. There, the, all these numbers just randomly happen. So so you start studying that, like, people just want to believe that these random things all just happen to fall one way in the equation, meaning these yeah. elites, you know, ah, uh, things didn't work out, but somehow this time again, we got all the money and all the power and everything we wanted from the beginning. Again, I don't know. It's like,
1: yeah. oh, You, know, ah, you know? know what I would add to that is here's the, here's the best way to put this, in my opinion, for the people that are very skeptical, and rightly so. We should be squ- kept questioning everything, right? But that you're discussing some things that are very valid and very important, but that are correlation at the end of the day, right? They're, but they're there, and it's like, well, that's really ominous or, or, or obvious. Then you combine that with, let's say, the follow the money documentary from James Corbett. And it, you look at all this stuff to, it's in, it's ridiculous, right? Okay, so you take your part of it that you're discussing and without anything else it, you could argue it could be just correlation, but then you realize those same people profited wildly. Those same people got all these extra positions. You know, it just falls into place. And so it's about whether or not you were willing to stand back and look at all the information and that part of it is just as valid as the the money trail and the documentation, you know, because to my point, it's verifiable as you know that these people believe in this stuff they believe in the societies they come from and the groups they're tied to and where and the rituals they carry out this is we shouldn't be afraid to point this stuff out you know but again people are afraid to do that in there especially in the kind of quasi mainstream independent straddling that world because they don't want to be called conspiracy theorists and it's just that's just that's meek to me we need to be strong enough to stand by the truth whatever it is
2: there's a lot of mental gymnastics involved in all this i agree it makes no sense to me because like if i started a straight conspiracy news hour on any of the major three channels, there would be so much more interesting news than what they're seeing right now. Right. And, and being a conspiracy theorist, Ryan is it's, it's hard too because when the the, the house is on fire and everyone's running around, we have to start asking hard questions Mm -hmm. that people emotionally pushed back on. But right. people died. Why, what about the people that died? Well, what about the people that died? Don't you think their families want to know who actually did it instead of blaming people who had nothing to do with it? I know if my family had died here, here, here. I want to know who actually did it, not yeah. who were, what Patsy were blaming. Some guy in a cave pulled off the greatest aerial feat ever in the history of mankind, right? Or well, getting younger, yeah just shop a school getting McDonald's and then you have witnesses saying he's running with us when they were shooting up stuff so all this gets into like all this is sorcery dude it's everything is sorcery and so you know my whole theory on on Joe Biden is like Joe Biden is a broken sorcerer he he can't cast spells anymore
1: so when so you're talking about like like the dementia mentally or what do you mean by that all of it like mm-hmm.
2: like he, as much as anybody can hate Joe Biden, and I can't stand him, I, I don't think he won, right? I agree. But yeah. what I will tell you, dude, is that his job has been harder than anyone else because the internet is so far along and we've seen so many of their tricks. It's yeah. almost impossible for him to pull any tricks. Like,
1: yeah,
2: Reagan, good. like you remember, like, about when Trump whatever Trump represents and and I have no illusions of billionaires, by the way. I right. I make no illusions that any there's any white knight billionaires out there, okay? But you know, when Trump was like just on fire and you know, the media was going down, they started calling out like Henry Kissinger and you know, Dick Cheney and this old guard that they're yeah. like used to get the they never had the
1: internet to deal with. Right. Just
2: think about all the information that was never discussed. This is was on television.
1: Yeah, well, this is why I argue it's become very, very I think I mean whether I don't know what was the impetus for why I feel like they needed to rush in, what was COVID-19? It felt like an end game, they were just pulling out all the stops but COVID and then post-COVID into Ukraine, it's very obvious right now that they do not have control over the narrative. I mean, it's it whether it's independent media, we, we are destroying, the, I mean, we look at COVID and you can see that, the like I keep pointing out, the vaccine uptake, let's say, that died off around 55% and they had to force and threaten and attack and destroy people's lives. And they go, look, now everybody agrees with us. It's like, not really. You had to like push people there. And now with Ukraine, it's the same thing. I mean, I look, I have my opinions, I think are very clear about what they were trying to do with vanilla ISIS, with the neo-Nazis there, with the conservative movement, January 6th. I see it all tying together. I could be wrong, but I think what we exposed with the work of the entire independent media and great people like Whitney Webb and their incredible research is that they were trying to build this for whatever reason, which is the Azov movement. And they were going to use that. And we effectively broke that down. So now you got this really embarrassing, like on a dime switch where it's like February 24th, they're like this international white supremacy movement, Azov influencing Americans. And then, oh no, they went away in 2016, like 30 seconds later. How do you, I mean, people saw that even their supporters were like, really guys? Like the time I just read your article, you know, I think that speaks to what we're doing. And I think that's why they're so desperate to push in whatever's happening. I think the digital IDs, the passports, they're going to get to a point to where they just shut people like us off. Well, you know, I, I,
2: I am of a, 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 of a belief that, you know, these guys aren't bigger than the universe, like the laws of the universe, the hermetic principles and
1: stuff
2: like that. And they may think they are, but they are not. And, you know, the energy you put out is the energy you get back. And you're totally right, man. You're totally right. Everybody wants to believe that, you know, oh, they're going to do whatever they want, whenever they want. Well, it seems to have slowed down a whole lot. And whether it's just theatrics, the minister of misinformation stepped down, Mm. that's gone. People now are talking openly. People like Jimmy Dore, mm-hmm. who like, is a good friend of mine, and, but for the longest time was a prog- super progressive and still is a super progressive. But, man, he's coming more and more talking about right. the stuff we're talking about. And this COVID lockdown, you know, this WEF uh, uh, pandemic treaty, which is, I mean, they couldn't even get a creative name for it. It's so bad and it's so obvious, and everybody's waking up. Yeah. I think you see them keep trying to move forward with the Ukraine, that's got nothing. They tried to bring back mass in Philadelphia, that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Minister of Misinformation, that didn't happen. And more and more and more, so getting back into spirituality, why don't they just shut down the internet? Because yeah. they can't. And it like, okay, what is the spiritual aspect of that? For for all the dark forces, I really do believe there are forces of light mm. that are pushing back against them that do not allow them just to do whatever they want to do. I and, feel like
1: that's in part what we're doing.
2: Yeah. So you get into manifestation, which is a big part of my life right now. So every morning I, I, I pray and like just saying this, I have a visceral reaction to it because I'm a knuckle dragon scumbag from back the day. A lot mm. of vices, dude, living in my vices. You know, 180 from that, since my daughters are born, I'm a different person trying to be a better. I just don't want to be an embarrassment on them, right? Mm -hmm. So I practice certain things in my life, and every day I practice, I get on my knees, I pray, and then I do a a gratitude list, and then I do uh, daily goals, intermediate goals, and life goals every day. So in those goals, I basically practice a couple things. I practice law of attraction, law of abundance. Love thy neighbor with discipline. Those mm-hmm. are the things. And the last one's very important. But the, the model of abundance changed my life. The model of abundance is give it away. Give it away. Okay? And I have a great I have a great story about that. So one day I'm driving to Carl's Jr. And I see these two young men. They're, they're staying by the car. They look super distressed. And I'm like, okay, before I go eat crap, I'm going to go ask them what's wrong. So I walk over. I'm, hey, what's going on? They're two brothers. They're identical twin brothers. Uh, they're both gay. And they've been kicked out of their house by their father for being gay. Hmm. And they live in a homeless shelter. They have a, a they have a, a flat tire that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. That, and they have no money to fix it. Right. So I go, okay, I'm going to help you. So I, I tow their car to the, the tire place, give them a new tire, give them each some money. I give them about 300 bucks, right? in total, I spent about $600 helping these kids. I go, about a week later, I'm at the American Comedy Company, which is a comedy club in San Diego. I play it all the time now. It's a wonderful club. And uh, the owner used to really hate me. He used to, we used to not get along, and now we get along because I sell a couple tickets. But we do our show. We sold out the first show. We, 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 we're taking off. And the owner runs up to me and he's like, hey, Sammy. I'm like, calm down. I don't have a heart attack. He's like, I've already had three. Because you used to party back in the day. But... <laughs> and he goes, hey, I want to give you something. And he hands me about $1,300 in cash. He goes, this is for your kids. And that to me is what abundance is. If you give it away, mm-hmm. you get it back. It's abundance yes. versus scarcity, right? So that is to me how the universe works. We've been trained since we were kids. Greed is good. Millionaires are chintzy. They don't right. spend money. All lies. It's all lies. Everything they've told you, and this gets into spirituality. It's all lies. So why wouldn't that apply to the masters of mankind who are to the universe specks of shit? Right? I mean, like to the universe. I mean, we're all part of the universe and some of us pick certain pathways, okay? But why? Why why would the masters of mankind be allowed to operate in scarcity and succeed when the rest of us have to look into the light and operate in abundance. So when everyone goes, it's all doom and gloom. It's all doom and gloom. I don't live in that light. Now, Mm -hmm. maybe one day I'm wrong and I'll be wrong. I'm like, well, I guess they are bigger than the universe. But at this moment, it is of my belief that their plans aren't going to work Because it goes against the laws of the universe.
1: I totally agree. I mean, this like for Caitlin Johnstone often says that, that, you know, they wouldn't pretend to be good if we didn't inherently want good from them. They would just tell you they're doing what they're doing. We're robbing and pillaging and raping. No, they're like, we're spreading freedom because we're like somewhere in us. That's what we want from them. Yeah. And I I agree entirely that this is it. It's very obvious how, how it's they're trying to change our perspectives and our influence on the world, you know, and they want us to think the same way. I point at things like the rampant lawlessness of the foreign policy around the world, right, where they go around saying the word freedom. But what they're actually doing is killing and mur- murdering uh-huh. And, uh-huh. Oh, and regime change, you know, and so then people then in their own lives internalize the negative as good. Right, so then you go out and act in the world, and you take things from your friend, and you well because he he believes this, and I think that's justified, right? So you're not you're and you're to your point, you're living inside that darkness as opposed to acknowledging that we're all inherently better than that, you know. But they need that, whether that's because they're trying to create that world or not. I'm with you. I believe that right now the majority of people are aware of this. They see that, but they're not aware that they're the majority. They still are shut down by thinking if they speak out, they'll be called the conspiracy theorist, you know. And I think that's That's what's a
2: weird thing. It's just like. You know, there's these power the the power of words, right? It's just we have these words that drive people, like people lose their mind, and they give so much power to these words, which goes back to sorcery, right? Mm-hmm, right. Words are power. The more you say something, the more you put out to universe. I don't know why it's just the way it is. The more you say stuff, the more it comes back to you. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, if you look at like John Lennon, right, where where he says, uh, you know. I don't like to say it because I don't want to put it out, but, you know, he basically talks about wanting to get shot, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, and and that song is played over and over and over and over and over and over and over over again. Guess what happens? He eventually gets shot. You got Tupac. You got Biggie. They sing about getting shot all the time. What happens to them? They eventually get shot. So it is my belief that these are the things that happen. So when we take a look at, like, what false flags do, right, like the conspiratorial, Uh, is there any – spirituality in it 100 dude these things are done to get us the man manifest them helping us
0: right right uh, 9-11 right.
2: manifests us begging to go into the middle east they could they they even said it in their in their uh that book that came out by that one uh think tank that we need a, a Pearl pearl type event
1: right project so for the Homer, american century no.
2: yeah it was uh, a false flag to get us in the World War II. They can do things on little levels, black ops and stuff like that, but to move the country in a certain direction, they have to manifest us manifesting for them that they can do that. And if they don't, we saw the first time that happened, in my humble opinion, is with Trump and the drones in Iraq. You remember, they're like, oh, they attacked our drones. Thoughts and prayers to the drones family. And it got no... Traction because we're like, we've already seen this with Afghanistan and Iraq, and you lied to us. And they go, and the same thing is happening with the Ukraine. The Ukraine operate playbook is the exact same thing the United States did with Al Qaeda before it was Al Qaeda to pull Russia into a prolonged war to weaken their military. This is the same game plan, and everybody see what's happening. We are sending weapons, we're money laundering money to Ukraine so they can buy all these weapons to send over so that we're now working with Nazis, right? So that when, let's say, Russia does pull, let's say their plan happens, and there's this prolonged war, it weakens Russia, Russia's like, we got to get out of this, guess what's going to happen? Oh my God, these Nazis are everywhere, now we got to go and stop the Nazis, which is the exact same thing we did with
1: the Taliban. Right, or or Syria and the Hayat al-Sham, Al-Qaeda, ISIS. It's the same thing, and you can see it going that. I do think that's a huge part of it, but I'm also concerned about that being something that comes home and then gets blamed as somebody else and not the CIA. But both of those are actively what they've done before. You know, they create the very thing they use to justify their actions, problem, reaction, solution. I mean, this is classic. So
2: so so Joe Biden, going back to the broken sorcerer, when he called Ukrainians Iranians, that destroyed the spell in my humble opinion, that the state of the union is. It is oh. a spell. It's it's broadcast on the television. We all watch the television. It is programming on television. And when he said that, and as a comedian, when I fu- when I mess up a word in my act, mm-hmm. everybody wakes up. And the key is to put them wow. back into the trance where they're thinking like me. That's what a great comedian does. He puts everybody in a trance, and that's what a president's supposed to do with those speeches, and he messed it up. He's a broken sorcerer, man, in my humble opinion.
1: I don't know if you saw this. Uh, check this out, and, and then we can we can kind of wrap up with the discussion of how people steal themselves to, to, against these things in spirituality. But it's really interesting you just said this. This is circulating today. George Bush says, the decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq—oh, I mean Ukraine— <laughs> I said perfect right and 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 what's even worse about it is he then quietly goes well Iraq too and everybody laughs. and I'm like are dude, seriously that's funny he basically I'm just tacitly you, admits or blatantly admits that it was a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion which we all know but it's now it's an old man making a gaffe I mean it's
2: incredible I'm with you dude and uh, like you me we all see this stuff now see what happens is everyone's baffled that the democrats are pro george bush now that's only baffling if you think the democrats and republicans are opposite parties right exactly, exactly. right it's all george bush death cult that started since the assassination of of jfk all right yeah i mean you
1: whatever you over
2: want over and and george bush starting to build the cia it's all the same thing if you, right. you know, go back and watch uh, the debate between George Bush Sr. and Bill Clinton, and it is so laughable, bad because you know they're working together smuggling right. cocaine into Arkansas. Right. I mean, it's it, it, my it, opinion, dude. I think Obama's next.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would go as far as to say that's not even an opinion. I mean, you can you can look at this stuff. I mean, it's obvious that they're not only do the parties basically teeter-totter and everything just, I mean, what they once said was Republican is now I mean, everything seems to be completely inversed. It just, it's meaningless. And that's kind of what I see happening as a common practice today. Everything means nothing. Nothing means everything. It's like, whatever they say, when they say it, and you just kind of go, well, I guess what's the new definition. Let's look it up today. You know, it's like, it doesn't mean anything if they change it every day, you know, we can see how this has been coordinated. And I think that the two-party illusion is actually dissipating. But I believe that there are people that are their entire identities are invested like that. The whole Roe versus Wade. That's why they push that into the conversation. That's a classic wedge issue that goes right to the core of those. The identity of those lost in the extreme sides of the paradigm, you know, and it's look, it's happening. You know, they're about to revolt. And whether that's what was going to happen or they make that happen. You know, we're we're in a world of dropped
2: right on the day. Drops right on the day that the Pfizer dropped with the twelve percent effective rate. Then the then then the Buffalo shooter, who has the exact same manifesto as another shooter before. He he drops right. He he does his thing right when uh, Hillary Clinton's lawyers going to trial for lying to the FBI. This is when you start to see it, it all makes sense. And even the Durham trial could be some kind of theatrics, the loose jack. I don't know. But more and more and more people are waking up to it. So the question becomes, what do we do? How do we do it? Like, is our job is to scream the truth at people? No, I'm done with that. It's these rules of the Ronin I have. And then one rule is we do not give information to those who do not seek it. I just put it out. I'm like Eddie Bravo says. I'm done trying to convince everybody. If you can't see it after seven years of this stuff, I mean it's been going on for decades, but this hyper drive that we've been right. in since Hillary clipped uh Bernie Sanders in the in the primary and it's been cuckoo town ever since, right? Yes, two thousand sixteen forward. See that, I can't help you. But here here I'm just gonna plant a little seed and you'll start seeing stuff connect dots, right? And then I'll be here when you're ready.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, and I think what's important is that, I mean, there can't be enough of people doing what we're doing. We just need as much as possible out there. And hopefully people are willing to listen to everybody and come to their own conclusions. Right. But for the average person out there. Right. Because It's it's a combination. I mean, obviously, physically, in my opinion, I would argue that just simply comes down to maintaining your bodily autonomy and not letting negative substances (laughs) pass your skin bear. But but you could speak on that, too. But just spiritually, mentally, like what do you argue people should be doing? Like what's the the first step for somebody out there who doesn't understand what that means and they want to steal themselves, you know, spiritually against what's happening right now? What would you suggest that they do?
2: Well, you know, a lot of it's it's a it's a it's a it's a complex thing, but I it think is. it's possible. I mean, you gotta understand something. I was a lost drug addict, man. I was as low as you could get. And if I'm in a place right now after a couple of years, anyone could do it. The difference between the haves and the have nots is that the haves tried, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. care. It's just I got a book I'm almost done with. It's called Getting Comfortable with the Uncomfortable. Okay. And just okay. being understanding that you're gonna have to go through it to get to it. And and this whole notion of the biggest thing you have to do is tune off, tune out, turn off, walk away. You Mm. have to if the lying liars have lied to you forever, maybe it's time to stop listening to the lies. That's a that's a first step, man. That's a real first step. And the second thing, and I got this through uh, recovery is the understanding that nobody is coming to save you. Right. Right. Nobody's coming to save you. And this applies. To the far left and the far right and conspiracy theorists, okay? You are trying to change the world. Uh, so, so I did a show called Zero, right? And I had this woman on my show. And she. the story starts out really weird. She's a super bad tweaker. She's tweaking really bad on crystal meth. Mm-hmm. She does some stuff that gets her even deeper in the crystal meth, right? And then she gets so high that she talks to these beings, right? And you're like, okay, that's psychosis and everything. That's fine. But what she says to me, I didn't quite understand till much later. Her name's uh Jessa Reed. Mm-hmm. And she's like, these entities told me it's all about a game. What is the game? And I go, okay, well, that sounds like tweaker talk, whatever. But later on I start to really study the Hermetic principles, the mm-hmm. Kabbalion, the Kabbalian, right? I'm studying that. And it talks about how the masters understand the game. What is the game? And the game is not To change the world. The game is to change yourself and change those around you. It's the old saying, acting globally, you know, thinking globally, acting locally. That's Mm -hmm. how it begins. If you start to change yourself, you will change the energy around you. And you said something very interesting about putting bad stuff into into yourself. Uh, There is no biological shortcuts in life. If you try to do something biologically to change yourself, it will come back to haunt you. Mm, right. and, and we have this kind of thing. I, in my honest opinion, Ryan, I, I'm at a place right now where I believe the universe talks to us all the time. Right, okay? right. Universe, We're all part of the universe, and we hear from the universe. And they, the, the powers that be know this. And they demonize things like anger, depression, sadness. They demonize them as things you got to get rid of.
0: Mm.
2: Whereas to me, I go, what is the universe trying to tell me? See, I'm in a place right now where I think things happen for me, not to me. Mm -hmm. Why are these things happening? Okay. And I used to learn everything in my life, Ryan, the hard way, like brutally hard, traumatically hard. I would learn a life lesson. Now I learn them softly because I understand the world, the universe, Warns me And then it shows me And mm-hmm. if, I, if I don't listen to the warnings It's going to get bad But they give me warnings So sadness, anger, depression These are things that are telling you to mix it up And what yes. society has told you is Go to a therapist And I have nothing against therapists They're great to talk to Okay, But you'll get on a therapist And they'll be like, hey, try this drug Now what they're doing Is putting you on something that's numbing you out right? You can continue down the path that you are depressed about
1: exactly maintaining the problem. Yeah, exactly. That's you know I would
2: even have to make change.
1: Yeah, I would. I would even say to add to that, to one step further, is the universe wants you to succeed, right? That it 100%. wants you to drive in that direction. Right? That's why it's giving you these insights. And it's just, I mean, that you see, this is great because this is like the first step into. Take it further, guys. Think further into this discussion about whether or not they're aware of something like this and there's a larger agenda to stop you from succeeding in your life or everybody, you know, collectively driving and, and elevating the human consciousness. I mean, these are things that they ultimately don't want because they want it under their control. And I think this is, again, it all comes back to whether you believe that these things matter or not. It's very clear that they do. And yeah, they will use these 100%. Things against
2: you. So I don't know. Like my favorite topic, Ryan, is hidden history. I love mm-hmm. it so much. I just think, and you see it start happening in real time, right? In real time, you can see what, what that, them flipping out, like Netflix. It's like Abraham Lincoln's now played by a black guy, right? And which is fine. Everybody work. I'm happy. Get that sag after insurance. I'm happy for you. But this is this isn't done. Uh, oh my god. Well, let's just try. It's done purposefully. So you cannot connect to your past so yeah. I always talk about the spiritual wars going on and in particular how they've corralled us into these giant cities right so if you study sorry about that my god if you study if you study what happened to the indigenous people mm-hmm. what did they do they took them into uh, on these reservations okay they killed all the buffalo around so the men had no jobs and then they saturated them, with alcohol and drugs, right? Now fast forward to our ghettos, our hoods, our inner cities. What was done there? Okay? They took away all the jobs. They made it easier for women to work. They they they, t- they saturated everything with drugs and alcohol. Now let's study what's happening to the suburbs, okay? Black history is white future, okay? They're they they've taken away all the manufacturing jobs. There's no um, women. We have this giant push to get women into the workforce, which women should be allowed to work. But why are we doing this? Okay. Obviously I have no problems with women working. They got to take care of their families, take care of their kids. This is not anti-woman thing, but this push. Now I watched this thing on like Southwest. I was flying her and they're like, we got a new program. And it's like, we're going to diversify our pilots. And it was all women. You're like, what, what do we, what, what is going on with that? So, now, now you have men in, in giant cities, hard to find a job, okay? You're saturating with drugs and alcohol, and you're disconnecting them from their past. It's all about disconnecting people from their past. So everything starts with, a, with them having to start all over and not having wisdom of, of generations before them.
1: I agree, and I was going to say the opioid crisis is the is the evolution of that into the suburbs and everything else as well. One hundred percent. You could take this all the way back to Britain and the opium wars. I mean, this is yep. a classic tactic of using these things. I mean, and you saw what that did to China over. You know, there this was a. This was a plan, you know. And let's not pretend like that logic hasn't bled into the, where we are today, where they use these things against you. You know, whether that is the, the crack epidemic or the, you know, these things were. The, there's very clear ties back to control and government and using these things. Then you can step into experimentation. What's happening today? I mean, it's obvious that at some level they're not just stifling your physical body, but your spiritual direction. And I think that that again is what this really comes down to. And I mean, mentally is an important part of that, right? Because you need to make sure as, 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 as uh, Stan was talking about, right. If you feel these things, if you're feeling stressed and, and anxious, hear that, digest that stand. Yes. Back go, okay. What do I need to change in my life? Because that is what they're screaming at you, fear, danger, anger, negativity. And it's important for you to stop that because that's only going to drive you in the direction they want you to go. I just think it's so. Totally important. So, so, and go,
2: I have two points real quick. So uh, one is that bringing back to the, uh, the opium wars. All the supply chains—we're told supply chains are down—but yet fentanyl's getting in real easy all the time. Isn't that Baby, before we can't get where everyone's on fentanyl now. I was walking down the street, and a woman just asked me. She just walked up to me. Do you got any fentanyl? They're not even hiding it anymore. Right, they're just going right into. Fentanyl, and that's a whole story right there. I'll tell on my yeah. Broken Sim podcast. But I want to say something real quick to everybody. Dude, what we're seeing right now is. We are getting information over the last, let's say, 50 years that generations before that never got, right? Mm-hmm. We are hearing stories of trauma happening in real time, instantly, in places most of us couldn't find on the map. There are bad things happening into the world, right? So mm-hmm. when I get into spirituality and like why why bad things happen to good people, I had this conversation with a wonderful person. She's a big part of my spiritual journey. Her name is Amy Belair, and she deals in spirituality. She talks about the Akashic records, and she tells this one, this insane story about how she lost a child, and through spirituality, she had a conversation with this child hmm. in the Akashic records, and how he explained that he had to come here and and do this, uh, because he owed uh, a, he owed it to her. Husband that he had known in a past life and some people might call that crazy talk it all lines up for me Okay, it all lines up for me. There are different places in this realm that are have different situations Okay, and people come into these situations in my humble opinion for purpose okay Mm -hmm. so they, they want to learn something. So I, I want to help everybody. I want to help the children in Yemen. I want to help the Palestinian children. I want to help everybody. I can't. But the, if I lose myself in these things, I am doing nobody any good, okay? The exactly. best way I make change is make change locally, affecting people on a local level. And those people will start to affect other people. And it becomes a butterfly effect. And we are seeing it now in real time on a local level. We're over war. This Ukrainian thing isn't happening. That's how you make change. If you want change, you can fret all you want about everything going on in the world. And I'm not saying that those things aren't happening or you should not care for them. Mm -hmm. Because you should. But everybody's on a path. Everybody's on a path. And the best way you make change is you you cannot change the game. You change yourself. Mm-hmm. And in that you will inspire other people to change. And I believe that wholeheartedly, man. We can get real lost. And I always watch when people come new conspiracy theorists and they just want to save everybody. Mm-hmm. And I go, What's the point of saving the world if you're going to be miserable in this new world? You have to be the light so people can see it when they're in the tunnel of darkness,
1: right? Yeah, right. That is the key to everything. Right. And and to your point that we need to we need to follow what is clearly the path laid out in front of us, right? We have a calling in the world, right? I mean, I think that's what, the, there's a force driving you to do what you do. And there's a reason that you have this path and the experiences you've taken through your life. It is guiding you on this path, right? And the same thing for me. I, I come from a similar background of issues that I've had with abuse and, and, and substance abuse and so on. And it is a burning fire underneath me to be better than I was, right? It drives, in, it, it, it bleeds into everything that I do, you know, and, and I think that's important to realize these things come from somewhere, you know, and, it, I, th- and I've read plenty of books on this and different perspectives uh, you know, I forget ones call, it doesn't even matter. I forget the titles, but just about listening, whether that's through meditation or anything else, by just standing back every now and again, and just listening to what the world is trying to tell you, right? Yeah. So important. So, you know, I, go ahead.
2: I just want to say this. Life is a video game, man. Think about a video game. Think about Grand Theft Auto, right? What happens in Grand Theft Auto? You're, you're doing this task. You fail at it, what happens? The game starts you at the beginning of that level and you have to complete the task. And you don't pass that level until you complete that task. Mm-hmm. That is the that is basically what we live in. And so I've had a couple people. I'm going to say something a little weird right now, but I've had a couple of people that I love very much uh, take their own lives. I have made a decision to no longer go to memorials for people to take their own life. It's a hard decision because I love these people so much. But I'm no longer going to celebrate these things because I know they're coming back to do it again. They broke the life cycle, their agreement with the universe, and they have to come back and do it again. So I'm not going to be doing. And it's real hard because I love to I love to remember my friends that are no longer with us. That's what happens, man. If you die and you didn't complete your task, you you have to come back and do it till you do. It. And that. Some people think light is about light, right? Like light, light, light. But I think light is about your heart at the end. Mm-hmm. How light is your heart? If your oh. light, if your heart is light, then you become, you grow, and you become back to the universe. Very so easy. that's what I believe in, man. And I know it's like a weird talk, and I love having this. I love oh, talking I love to you, right? But man, I mean, like once you start looking at everything through a spiritual lens, mm-hmm. it all, all of it, all of it just fucking melts away and you start to focus on what really matters, which is you, what's inside you, how you're going to change you. Dude, if you work on yourself, your life can be 180 a year from now. I swear to God, right. it can exactly. totally happen. People with less have gone much farther, man. It's just what? why not you? Why not? It's you know what Joey Diaz calls the immigrant mentality. Your 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 immigrant parents worked 80 jobs, whatever it took to get it done. Mm-hmm. Do what you want, change, make change.
1: Yeah. Couldn't agree more, man. I mean, really just walk away from this, guys, realizing that there is guidance out there. The world is trying to show you what's important in your life. It's just about whether you're willing to listen. I think it's so important that we keep talking about these things and understand that there's much more happening than what we can see on the the nightly, nightly news or even independent media. So thank you for having this conversation, Sam. I, we should do this again. I, Fine, love, I love you, it.
2: buddy. I think you're one of the best out there. You, you know, you, they're... <laughs> If you weren't right, they wouldn't be censoring you. Right. And you're you're constantly being censored. You're in an elite group with a Colbert, Colbert and uh, Whitney Webb, James Corbett, excuse me. Whitney Webb, you're in that class of really uh, hardworking, you know, thorough researchers and you deserve all the success you've gotten.
1: Thank you, man. That means a lot to me. Thank you, Sam. My pleasure, well, brother. I, I plan on having this conversation again further with you, man. We should connect. Anytime, Well, thank you, man. And as always, everybody out there, you question everything. Come to your own conclusions. Stay vigilant.